Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Drinks on Us. Jerry, how are you? Doing well, brother. How are you? Not too bad, mate. Big episode today. Big episode. Um, Yeah. Important episode, I reckon. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, way. very important. Um, I don't know how long it's been since the Euro final. Would you say maybe two weeks? Uh, or a week? A week? Two? No, two weeks. Two weeks. Like two weeks. Week and a half, I guess. Week and a half, yeah. So um, basically just diving into Euro 2020 finals, lead up, bit of everything um, and what transpired. But uh, before we get into the topic, Raj, brother, I think you're drinking something a bit different. Yes, what you got? Bro, I thought I'd switch it up for everyone. I uh, got a Kirkland Organic Coconut Water. Okay. Sure, sure. Bro, that brand slaps. It Costco, does. Do you, have, you have preferences? Um, coconut water, what do's, don'ts, any... any. What you mean? So, like some, some people don't like sweet ones. They prefer like... You know what I'm saying? Like the clean, like... The clean ting. Neutral. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think I'm more of neutral. Like, it can't be, like, too sweet. Fair enough, fair enough. How about you? Yeah, nah. Oh, we'll find out. I haven't had this one before, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, I think it'll be all right. Um, I'm I'm sticking with the Ribena. You know, can't go wrong with it. (laughs) So, yeah. Let's do it, shall we? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, so we'll go right, not even to the final. Um, we'll go up, like, oh, sorry, <laughs> your face, no. you don't, I don't think you like it. <laughs> no, I don't like it, but we'll go with it. Ah, fair enough. All right, yeah, so um, circa back to the beginning of the Euro. Um, and, yeah, I mean, everyone was getting really, like, hyped up for it. It wasn't at its peak, the hype and everything. Mm. Um, but, yeah, football fans were behind it, excited to see a lot of people saying like France would be on top again with how stacked their team was. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you just see progressively over time um, more and more people getting behind it, yeah. especially with England coming into the picture, yeah. um, doing so well, and then chance of it's coming home. Um, yeah. Do you want to add anything to that? I don't know the experience of seeing it all happen. Yeah, like I don't know. Just in in the lead up, like, because we watch so much UK YouTube, there's just so much hype around, like, it's coming home. And I don't, I don't know if you watch Freezy's, um, oh, his setup, banger. insane. Banger, yeah. Um, just crazy atmosphere leading up to it. Like, everyone was, like, so keen. And, like, there was a lot of pressure. Do you ever see the Garrett Southgate and uh, Chris MD? I never watched that. But, mm. um, yeah, like, it was just really cool. Like, it felt like everything was coming together for that one moment. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, yeah, they got through to the final and it was just like this unbelievable – because they beat Croatia as well. It was like there's no way – because yeah. they've done that, they totally – like they had the perfect draw, you'd think. Um, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and then the final came around. It was just this really tight situation. How did you how, – how did we actually uh, experience the final? Yeah, I mean, you, you came in clutch. Um, Siraj actually like invited me and a bunch of the mates to come over, watch the Wimbledon first, you know, um, yeah. which was, how long did it go? It started nine ten. Yeah, it went pretty late, actually. Yeah, and then it, I don't know, I think it 
kept on going to like maybe one, two, if I'm mistaken. Uh, and then the Euro final was at 5 a.m. So mm. everyone was, I mean, when I say everyone, everyone except Raj and Francine were like <laughs> knocked out. But these two managed to actually get up. Um, and yeah, go, go on and explain the, the two minute goal, you know, because you were yeah. there for that. Mate, it was absolute scenes. Just like because we literally switched on the switch on the um, projector, and like you just saw the goal happen, and it was just like I was like half asleep. I was just waking up, took my shirt off, waving it around, <laughs> celebrating. Man. I was like, imagine the YouTube videos that are going to come out of this. <laughs> yeah, never. Um, Mad. Um, I wish I was there for that. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I didn't see that. No one saw that coming. <laughs> Second minute. So that's crazy. You got to actually see that. Uh, yeah, but then it did go to 1-1. Italy scored like 67th, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, 1-1, and then we went to penalties, and uh, Italy takes it. Uh, if only it was just like that, you know? Italy mm. takes it, done and dusted, Euro 2020. Um, but because of, not because of, Basically, what happened was, and what we're going to get into, is the racism that kind of ensued from uh, England's last three penalty takers, um, in which Rashford, Sancho and Saka uh, failed to capitalise their penalties, resulting in their loss, um, you know, of England England against Italy. Um, But the, I guess, the reception to them missing was completely different. Like, I mean, when you see, like, your own team lose, like your national team, you're kind of like, oh, it'll be fine, like, next time, boys, or something, right? But we just didn't get that, and it all had to do with race, completely, like, ruining the whole image. Um, Yeah, man. Uh, Crazy. Yeah. And I think we, we never actually talked about this, but even for a bit of context, like, so Rashford, like, like, they they didn't they missed their goals, but like Rashford and Saka um and Sancho came on so late in the game, yeah. they didn't even got any time to warm up. Saka is like a bloody nineteen year old expected to score for England in the Euros. Mm-hmm. Like the amount of pressure that they've already got on themselves prior to the match is just insane. 100%. Um, and yeah, it's just yeah the way you put it before was just yeah perfect. It was just it really shed a light on like people um, it just you know if you're gonna blame a 19 year old which i'm sure he wanted to score the most and mm-hmm. you know I, I looked into a lot of opinions of what they thought of um saka's penalty take and everyone said it looked like he just wanted the ball to be on target it wasn't a confident kick even in the first place do you know what I mean? And I saw some opinions saying, well, he is like, he's playing professional football. Fair enough. But there was a lot of debate about Harry Kane being the last man. Mm. Do you know what I mean? He's experienced. If he doesn't take, if he doesn't like score, mm. um, fair enough. But to put a 19 year old, people were kind of talking about, oh, that's got to do with like the decision made. It's not on him. Mm. Regardless of all of that, that's not what happened, right. you know. Right. That's not what happened. So mm. you can argue it a million ways, but the way it came out is just unacceptable. That's how I see it. You know what I mean? Mm. 
Like yeah. he shouldn't be Rashford, Sancho Saga shouldn't be condemned for or just attacked. And when I say, when I say attack, it's actually like, I mean, we both um, yeah, kind of abused. Oh, yeah, abused. Mm. I'm talking like online. Um, Rashford's mural in like his hometown. I'm pretty sure, like destroyed, um, abused, and it's just really upsetting. Um, because like like you said as well, the moment was was there that where everyone was just coming together for this big thing. You know, UK YouTube just everyone was there for it to see the boys the boys win, England win, and to see a result where it's just kind of separated, you know, it just kind of just destroyed that that family. It's just it's just heartbreaking, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's crazy to think like uh, like your thoughts on the it's coming home phrase and what it, how it's changed and like even uh, I was watching uh, the, the uh, What's Good podcast and Simon was walking around in an English shirt and like people were on the street telling him to take, him off, take it off. Wow. And like, mate, just, just what it means to them right now, is, it's just so divided. It just feels so like, like. There's a World Cup coming up as well, and yeah. I don't think they're going to be chanting that. No way. Um, no chance. Um, and shame on shame on those that really just uh, – it's just so – like that, it's coming home. I'm not even from England, but I love saying it. Do you yeah. get what I mean? Yeah. Like because we're so big on the UK. Yeah. Um, I loved saying it as well. Yeah. Um, and just to see this happen. Uh, just looking back, because look, racism has been around for you know, forever. Like yeah. this isn't new news. Um, but looking back, even in professional soccer, well, we found this some research which honestly blew my mind. Mm. Um, but at the same time, it was an eye opener for me because um, I think I was also not intentionally, but kind of doing the same thing. So. It was a study that focused on commentary from the 2018 World Cup, and it was talking about the praise um, associated when talking about professional players that played soccer, right? But the praise would be different for a black player and a white player. And it would be about black players being overwhelmingly praised for their physical prowess and white players for their intelligence. But that in itself... In the long term, it's it's not good because we, we just believe that the reason why a black player is good is just because of their physical ability, you know, undershining, you know, those that actually might be really intelligent and have put in the work, you get what I mean? And likewise, um, that might not seem crazy, but you even look at Rashford with how he's been uh, talked about in the media. Crazy. Living lavish, laid back. Crazy. The guy literally has done so much for children. I don't know if you would. He has like a foundation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The free meals? Yeah. Unreal. That, incredible. Yeah. And that's how he's talked about. You know, a millionaire drives nice cars, laid back. And it's not it's no different for a bunch of uh, black athletes, you know, that are, that are just on top, you know. Um, and, yeah, uh, I think it, what was so heartbreaking about it is because Rashford is like that as well. Um, you're just doing him injustice, you know. So. Yeah, and it just it it just shows how how much of an influence 
uh, media can play on a sport, on anything really. Like it's so subtle. What you were talking about just then, um, the words that commentators use to describe players to only limit a black player to their physical strength, prowess, as you said. And it's just like, how can you put someone in a box and not let them like, and limit them to that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And yeah, like we saw after the, um, following the world cup, uh, following the Euros uh, seven news tweet that they put out immediately after really. Um, And if we quote it, it, they said three black players failed in a penalty shootout, which England lost three, three, two against Italy. They left it up there for a whole hour until they changed it to three players instead of three black players. <laughs> and this is in Australia. It's not yeah. in the UK. No, no. Seven years, you know. Um, that's home for it, yeah. I just... Uh, it's an... Uh, I don't know how to describe it. Like, do you get what I mean? Whenever it's racism, whenever it's something of this magnitude and stuff, it's just... Yeah, yeah it just hurts to see. Yeah, it's because I feel like for us, and we talk, we've talked about this racism's like, uh, like we we accept it, we move on, we understand it. We shouldn't, but we do. Mm-hmm. But ju- it's just this feeling going into this Euros, like it just felt different. It was different, maybe. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. everyone, like like uh, like on the kickoff, like all these different guys going for uh, United, Chelsea, City. Um, Liverpool, like it's crazy seeing everyone in that one table all going for the same country, um, and still, like it's it's definitely not them, but like mm. they're doing it. But it's just like how, man, like it was it, that moment that just had to be ruined, you know? Yeah, it was such a good. Not even just the Euro itself, but sports, like recently, have just been so amazing to like yeah. follow and keep up. There was so much going on, UFC tennis, soccer, um, and it almost felt like things were normal as well. Do yeah, you get what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. especially was, with COVID. It was, it was just about time though, wasn't it? Yeah. And it then time. people are talking about how we can hold others accountable and so on with the um, social, like social media rights was brutal. Um, and a lot of that has to do with how anonymous people are. I don't know if you've got that that tweet up. Um, I can get it up. Yeah. You just read that out because that that just basically summed it up in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, Would you want me to read the whole thing or? Uh, just bits and snippets. Yeah, sure. Um, cool. So people in the public eye get verified on social media as we see with the blue tick. And, Okay. Bit of backstory. This is Idris Elba. So mm. um, Idris Elba put this out. Um, goat, absolute legend. Mm. Um, so people in the public eye get verified and the process of verification requires them to prove their identity so everyone knows who is speaking. His stance on it is that social media companies should make this mandatory for all users regardless of who you might be. And this is the analogy he uses. Social media is like boarding a plane and not having to show ID. That would never happen. If cowards are being supported supported by a veil of privacy and secrecy, then social media is not a safe place. It is an aeroplane that allows travellers to wear balaclavas. Boarding a plane without showing, not, not having to show ID, 
And then with social media added to it, allowing travellers to wear balaclavas on the plane. Mad. Mad. Yeah, it's mad. Um, and no lies. There's no lies at all in that, you know? Like, just talking about how, you know, Rashford, Sandra Saka, no one talked about Sterling. All right, you're, you're being yeah. racist to these three. Um, You brought this point up yourself. Where, where's Sterling in the picture now? Oh, it's because he performed, but so you're not going to say nothing. Okay, we get it then, you know. Um, flagrant to a podcast where you mess with a lot, Andrew and uh, Akash. So Andrew put, like, made a comment like, you know what, it's great. I'm happy that um, Saka missed. Because if that's the reception he's going to yeah. get yeah. for missing, then miss every bloody time. Because until there's change – then, like, scoring, it doesn't make any difference, you know? Yeah. Because it's when they miss that stuff, like, issues like this are coming out. So, yeah, it's 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 really poor. Really, really poor as well. Just comparing just because they performed well, you know? Like, yeah. 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 They're on your team until they're not. Yeah. Or you're on their side until you're not. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> what team? <laughs> what team? Yeah. 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 <sighs> Tough times. Yeah. Yeah, just especially, you know, a problem with this stuff as well is it takes so much time, or maybe I'm, I'm off calling this, but time to kind of build back to yeah. what that will be. It's not going to be like a, oh, yeah, everything is good now, you know? Mm. Like England will be divided. When I see them play a game, I'll remember that. Yeah, and that's what, what they'll happened. be known by as well. Exactly. Um, so... Seeing them at the World Cup playing everything, even looking at the audience support them and stuff, it's almost like, well, what support is there? Mm. You know? So, yeah, and yeah, it's just so important. Like, just calling it out is so important. Yeah, and like, yeah, just it was just really good to see like all, all, all the other players on the team. We're just like, look, if, if if you're one of these people, we don't want you. We don't want you to support us. Just get out. We, we, we don't want your support. We don't want mm-hmm. you to be a part of us in that sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah, like, yeah. Like, it's a thing of the – it should be a thing of the past. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's just – there's it's always just mm-hmm. circulating in anything, like, really low-key and then – when something kind of explodes, it just erupts, you know. So it's one of them. Ones. Consequences have been, you know, like I think Prince Harry, um, Harry Kane himself, all of them have addressed it, um, which has been really good. Mm. Interesting how some people have addressed it. Um, bit controversial. Don't need to go into <laughs> that really. But, yeah. you know, some people like to... Yeah, yeah, I th- yeah. It's always important, especially uh, like who we look up to yeah. uh, when in these sort of crises is really important, and they need to be those leaders in those moments. And if they're not, then it, it just creates a divided sense. And mm-hmm. I think that's where uh, moving forward in in future generations, it's just going to be so important because with the media, man, yeah. I, like it's not that hard. Yeah, it's just, yeah, the responsibility as well. I I mean, you've talked about this as well. Um, As parents, 
to, to educate their children as well because I I like to say that low key like that children are a byproduct of whatever yeah. they're hearing at home and stuff you know yeah definitely um, and I don't think that's even I mean I can't talk much but I, I really think that some people just really don't care and think that you know some people don't do that uh, it's it's so important um I remember doing psychology and understanding like how like um learning and like neuroplasticity all this stuff and so that stuff is like wired and they don't intend like they don't mean to you know be like yeah. that but yeah man yeah it's all a bit mad. Yeah, yeah and yeah as we keep moving on like it is really important to mention like um like you we wanted to say at the start yeah um, yeah yeah um like no one's perfect we face everyone face uh, I, I do think everyone faces racism in every, in in every sort of way and um we're definitely uh, not perfect either um, oh, no way yeah yeah was there anything else you wanted to add on that on that sense or uh, yeah just we're all working like literally yeah. this is our personal like i guess experience opinion on it yeah by no means are we qualified or yeah but it's it's important to talk yeah talking is just important um when it comes to things like this you know because if you just shut up and don't say anything then what 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 difference is that going to make as well yeah yeah so i think we talked about this maybe like debates and stuff yeah yeah when two people debate it's like i don't know Huh? I don't like that word, but yeah. Debating, yeah, yeah. Even that's fair. Maybe like a conversation. Ah, oh, hell yeah! Just like a, just a conversation. Yeah, the yeah. debate kind of already puts you in a type of mindset. Yeah, for and against. It's just yeah, very yeah. Conversation. I think it's really important, like that, to have a, a conversation, just a simple conversation. You know, differing opinions is fine. That's right. fine. Yeah, completely fine. Mm. Um. This is a bit of a sidetrack, but yeah. yeah, yeah, just talk like that. Conversation's good. Mm. Yeah, like especially in our friend groups, like we disagree all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, listening is more important than talking a lot of the time, and we do like you can agree to disagree, but a lot of the time you can work together and find like a little, like a middle ground. You know what I mean? So of course, um, yeah, just talking and not getting angry just keeping you cool like mm. yeah um like i've been i've gotten advice and it's just like in the past it's like look if you, you need to be careful like being indian and whatnot you need to be careful going into conversations with uh higher ups that you, you structure your arguments perfectly you don't get emotional with what you're saying because the second you do that's where they rip you apart and that's what they target so just the most important thing is keep you cool. Like, especially when you're trying to um, prove a point to someone or like stand up for whatever it might be, keep you cool. Yeah. Don't, don't, because, because we hear it all the time. That's when they get the best of you and yeah. you can't let them like win. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this, I, I really do think ties in with things of this magnitude, you know, racism and stuff like that. Just, yeah, you, it's it's a it's a careful like a, a tough subject to navigate yourself around, 
Definitely. Because there's so many, like, I don't know, word this maybe. So, like, so many little things yeah. that one slip up is enough to, yeah. you know, end it right there. So, yeah, yeah. conversation. Yeah. Mm. And I think what we've come to understand as well is when you talk about racism, uh, we were just talking about the Euro in itself, but even our own, I guess, experiences. Um, when it comes to racism and so on. And Raj actually yeah. brought out a memory of mine that I had completely forgotten, but I'd also just accepted. Um, so, brother, take it away. Yeah. Yeah, so it actually stemmed from, like, a conversation I had with our principal ages ago. Mm. And um, I was just thinking back to primary school and, like you'd just be in like a like art class or whatever it might be and like uh, you might be coloring coloring in painting whatever it might have been and like whenever you'd ask for a color you'd know what it was mm-hmm. and in specific if I'm being really specifically here um asking for skin color yep when you're when you're coloring in what color do you reach for Peach. Peach. Yeah. It's crazy, man. It's ridiculous. Not even a second thought. You wouldn't even think to do any other color. Not brown, not uh not white, but like not not whatever it might else might be. Um Yeah, not a second thought. Peach. And only peach. It's the norm. And yeah, that just ties into I think a point you made about like the societal undertone. You know, um, but ridiculous. It's just crazy. I, looking back on it all, um, I, I think we've all experienced racism in some way or form. You know, anybody, um, and it might be hard for others, whatever, whatnot. But yeah, the way that it was just almost accepted back then, it's just insane to actually think about and kind of reminisce. And, like, that was school. That was a primary – that was the primary setting, you know? Yeah, and, like, we grew up completely different setting, like – Yeah. Completely different background. Like, mm. we went near each other geographically yeah. or whatever. Mm. But it was just so similar for – so like, the experience. Yeah. Crazy, man. Seeing that, yeah. Um, yeah, just thinking as well. It's it's something that was, I think, my big takeaway from just you talking about skin colour being just the normal, mm-hmm. that acceptance of it. Do you get what I mean? Um, growing up, I'll, 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 I also felt like that. I just accept it. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know? Like that not racism is completely like right or everything, but it's just like fair enough. It's a part of life. It's a part of life. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, we are in better times. It's, awareness is spreading, so on and on, but it's never truly gone yet, you know what I mean? And everyone wants it to kind of just be that, like a full stop, you know, to it all. So, yeah. Yeah. And for those listening who, like, have and maybe still are, like, affected, are, like, getting uh, taunted or whatever it might be, I like leaving it alone and 
not doing anything is actually the easiest thing you can do in the whole situation. Standing up and actually saying something is the hardest thing ever. But it's something that's so important to do. And we definitely, like, as long as you feel comfortable in those sort of situations, like, um, oh, like, like, I know, as in, like, I totally feel so uncomfortable in situations where I might find myself in. But, like, at that same time, it's so important to call those people out. Um, Because sometimes it's intended, sometimes it's not. But, Mm -hmm. like, even those little jokes and, like, yeah, people people understand not to say those thing, type of things. And it actually sort of makes a difference sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and even if it's just one person that, that gets changed, like that's all I'm I'm happy with that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's a dub. It's so tough. I agree though, like as it's so easy to say say something. Just just be like, mm. you know what? It's just let him know. Or stand up and stuff, but Looking back on myself as well, at the same time, it's so hard depending on the situation. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if you can and you can muster up that courage, then, uh, yeah, you've, you've done yourself really well, I reckon, um, making that change. Um, so little. Racism can be so subtle so as subtle. well, you know, so subtle. Growing up, you'll just be like, that's cool. That's cool. And looking back on it all, when you're more aware and stuff, you're like, hmm. Okay. Crazy. Mm, you know? Crazy. That's how it is. Yeah. 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 But definitely, like, talk to parents, talk to people, talk. Talk to parents is the hardest thing, probably. Hey. Yeah. You don't want to worry them, especially, I think, both of us yeah. growing up, just Indian background. Yeah. I, I never wanted to. Make it such a big deal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's bigger things to be worrying about. Yeah, exactly. And see, that's the whole. Yeah. This isn't big enough. Yeah. But that thinking in itself is just so you know detrimental. I think it can really like do some damage. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like again, like we're not perfect. Our culture might not be perfect, and like even your parents can sometimes be victim to it, and. That's that's even harder. That's the next step. When it's family that you're trying to call out, you're like, bruh. It's something that just, yeah. <laughs> it's been around way before us. So yeah, for sure. there's even situations where it's just. And it applies in so many different ways. Yeah. 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 Like you're fighting basically like something that's like a brick wall, like trying to punch a brick wall. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, oh, well, you punch it, and then there's another brick wall behind it. Like, yeah, that's a good way to do it. It's literally that. Yeah, like you might think you've made breakthrough, and then there's, a, there's another wall in front of you. So, but the biggest difference is nowadays there's more people to help you break those down those brick walls. Of course. And together, it's just like as many as there might be, they're all going to come down. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was a crazy analogy right there. Mm, that was that was nice. Metaphor, that was... Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, even social media, as much as much as we do see that it does have um, situations where it doesn't really do the best, um, it also does help promote that that um, awareness and 
to find something like other people that want to like you know spread this change but you can share your story um so on so on you see you know so yeah live and learn i guess live and learn yeah and always try and improve that's all yeah that's yeah. all you can do yeah well thanks for listening everyone and yeah i hope um it'll put everyone in good stead just in terms of awareness and calling people out on it because it's really important Thank you.